If you stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. Whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. When you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may, be, may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where three thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, amen. What does God do with dust? I think I asked this question a few years ago, but it bears repeating. What does God do with dust? In the beginning, God took dust, breathed life into it, and created humankind. When that dust had sin, God cast it out of a garden, but followed it too. God saved dust from a flood. God led dust out of Egypt. God created dust into a people of God to be a holy kingdom and priestly nation. God condemned the wrongful actions of dust, and God brought dust back again. God lived for dust, died for dust, rose for dust. In God, dust has and is and moves. In dust, God finds its being. God makes beautiful things out of dust. God makes parents and children and their children's children. God makes kingdoms. God makes congregations. God makes beautiful things out of dust. 
And so tonight, when we remember that we are dust and to dust we shall return, it is easy for us to imagine that this is indeed a sentence, a judgment of who we are, a punishment, that we are dust and nothing more, and to dust we shall return. And if it were not for God, this would be true. But in the eyes of God, dust has life. Dust is worth loving. Dust is worth cherishing. Dust is worth dying for. God breathes life into dust. And more than that, God dwells among it. In our lives, we will see the heights of life, the heights of what the breath of God breathed into dust can do. We will see the greatest parts of living, of loving, of forgiving, of grace, and of mercy. And in our lives, we will see dust again. Each Lent is a small journey a journey we take not just each year, but each day of remembrance that we will not be dust forever. That even when we return to dust, we have hope that life will be born in us again. We will be raised again and we will stand little lower than the angels with God. Remember that you are dust, beloved by God, Remember that Christ is raised and will raise us too, dust and all. Remember that you are dust, a loving, wonderful dust. And to God, we will return. God loves this dust. In that hope, let us walk the journey of Lent. Amen.